This is Olga Kirschenbaum with nine minutes of Creative Wisdom Podcast, where creatives share their wisdom. It is six questions in nine minutes because creatives have a short attention span. So let's get to it. In a few sentences, tell me who you are and what you do. Sure. My name is uh, Nick Prouden. I'm the Chief Operating Officer for Load Payments International, which is a cryptocurrency uh, payments ecosystem. I've been in the blockchain space for about four years now, the entire tech sector for about 10. And um, I'm really excited to, to be on the show with you today. Largely a COO is just a fancy way of saying I'm a Swiss army knife that helps keep a large team pulling a chariot in the same direction, keeping the train on the tracks. But uh, as a former, I shouldn't say former creative, but I am an oil painter myself and used to attend one of Canada's foremost art schools. So I'm very excited to be here. I love that. What is your favorite part about being a creative leader? For me, um, it's like, for me and my favorite part about being a creative leader is the opportunity to come up with new ways to bring values to people's lives, right? Uh, I think there's a lot of, um, I think there's a lot of great stuff out there. I think there's a lot of excessive stuff out there and a lot of stuff that's kind of just, I don't want to say snake oil, but let's say snake oil out there. Um, working in tech is like getting the ability to exercise my creative skills alongside the skills I've developed as a leader um, to bring really, really cool ideas from, uh, from inception to, to cocktail napkin math and into, into a real product that the world is enjoying and absorbing and benefiting from. So that, that is definitely to me what is the, the most exciting and engaging part of being a creative leader. I love that. I speak to a lot of creatives who will avoid the money side of their businesses. They will pretty much do anything to avoid it. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I totally get where people are coming from. It's intimidating and it doesn't come naturally to a lot of us. For me, my journey with money, uh, ironically working in a payments company now almost, uh, you know, it was something that took a, a better part of a, a decade for me to be fully accustomed to. But um, I, I would encourage people to not just with money, but in general, step outside of their comfort zones as much as possible, because it's going to help you become a more well-rounded, well-developed uh, entrepreneur and individual overall. So yes, the intimidation side of it is totally understandable, but do what you can to just stretch your legs a little bit and start finding some comfort in the space and speak to experts like yourself, Olga. I do find uh, a little bit of your journey fascinating because you went to an art school and then are now part a part of a financial platform and involved in in so many things that are involving money. How do you think people that do start in that creative space, what is the one thing that they can do that can make them comfortable? Because obviously, if they start to think of getting so comfortable with it, it can be so intimidating and overwhelming that it may kind of give them an analysis paralysis? Yeah. No, I, I, great question. I don't know that there's an, an easy answer to it, to, to be honest, uh, is to familiarize your art, your creativity, whatever form, medium that is, and get comfortable with the idea of putting it out there for sale. You know, I think uh, that is something that at least my experience within art school was completely glossed over largely. A lot of emphasis on technique, theory, uh, the culture behind it, all of this theoretical and technical work, but really glossing over how do you how do you make a business out of what you are doing? 
And um, that, that to me is, is the, the first place to get started, whether you're a creative entrepreneur or whether you're selling mugs online, you have to get comfortable with um, uh, talking to people and um, placing value on the work that you do. And that is a, that is a process of self-discovery um, in a lot of circumstances. Um, you know, lots of creative people that I've worked with and consulted with in the past have been like, I have no idea how much this is, right? And so um, it's a fantastic exercise and a great starting point for people because once you have comfort talking and communicating the value you have, um, you know, that translates well into, into sort of lowering the intimidation with talking about how you use that value effectively in your life to generate prosperity for yourself. I love that. Beautiful. Who are the creatives that you admire or have inspired you on your journey? You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not somebody who really hones in on single individuals, but I was a huge comic book nerd growing up. Um, you know, I, when I was a child, I wanted to be a comic book illustrator. Um, however, ironically, I don't, I can't draw a clean line to save my life. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, never, nevertheless, um, the, the creatives that in, inspire me most are, are people who take, um, they take, uh, like perhaps old ideas and bring them to, to life in new in new ways, I think are um, are the creatives that inspire me most overall, whether that's, you know, a, a digital medium or a traditional medium, it, it's sort of irrelevant. Uh, and it's not too unlike what I do now today in the payments industry, right? Money has been around as long as man has been doing trade and commerce, but um, what I do within blockchain and within payments is a new way of presenting that, uh, that old, uh, that old medium, that old uh, asset that we that we basically defines, unfortunately, our lives for better or worse. Um, so, so for me, that's those are the kinds of people that really, really inspire me. Um, one one thing artists uh, may or may not be aware of right now is kind of the the non fungible token sort of craze that has happened recently. Uh, I think Beeple was the artist most notable. I think he sold it. Uh, an NFT of some of his art uh, for, for uh, you know, millions and millions of dollars, which again was taking the old concept of selling your artwork or uh, ownership of this artwork and presenting it in a new format, right? And in a way that was provocative and in step with kind of changes that were taking place in the industry. So when I see that kind of stuff, it makes me really excited and it makes me inspired to find uh, new ways of presenting ideas in, in uh, old and new in, in what I do today. Inspiring. What is the one piece of wisdom or advice that other creatives should know? The one piece of advice, there's just so many pieces of advice to be honest, but um, I, I, go, I go back to what I said earlier, to be honest, it, it's get comfortable in, um, in talking about the work that you do as valuable. I think it, it, to an extent it is, um, it's, it's a little bit of self-love that has to go into that there, right? We're, we're often very shy, often very hesitant to put ourselves out there, it puts us in a state of vulnerability. Uh, and, I, and I think, um, you, know, I'm, and, you know, feeling that vulnerability, I'm not gonna tell anyone, don't feel that, right? Uh, your feelings are valid, you know, feel that vulnerability, but be willing to engage with it and work through it um, because you are gonna come out of the other side of that, a stronger human being for it. So. Um, you know, I don't think, I don't think there's any one magic key that's just going to make anybody an instant billionaire, but, um, I think that is one of the most per, uh, important steps of the journey. Beautiful. Now the most important question of the podcast, 
Какая ваша любимая музыка? Or in English, what's your favorite music? My favorite music? Oh, well, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm a, I'm a big electronic music guy. I'm not, I'm not somebody who goes to crazy, uh, like, you know, 150,000 person, uh, you know, festivals and listens to like some of the most mainstream EDM, but like tech house, techno, a lot of the, the monotonous stuff that might drive uh, <laughs> crazy is, is just, um, is just, uh, it's so interesting to me because a lot of times it's not like they're playing new chord progressions. It's the same, uh, you know, it's, it's cyclical. It's very repetitive, but it's almost like the texture of the sound is provocative to me, right? It's like playing with these layers um, to, and I, you know, it's interesting applying texture to sound because sound is intangible um, largely, right? So that's the, that's to me, what's so fascinating about the electronic music space is, uh, is, is applying those many layers to it to create something that is, that would otherwise be mundane into something that is actually quite interesting and often very deep in my opinion. Uh, <laughs> apologies to anybody who thinks that's an oxymoron. Out there. <laughs> I personally love electronic music. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. Well, thank you, Nicholas, for being on. What is the best way for the listeners to connect with you? Absolutely. So uh, any entrepreneurs out there that are interested in opening up the work that they do to uh, new types of payments and new types of uh, uh, currencies out there in the world today, I think blockchain is really exciting. It can be intimidating as much as money is intimidating. But come on, say hi to us over at loadpay.com. We have a really friendly uh, network and community of people who are super pumped on educating you and giving you that soft step into the industry without having to risk it all. Um, so loadpay.com is going to be the best place to go learn about what we're doing over at the load project. If you want to have a conversation with me, talk a little bit more. I'm very friendly. I don't bite. Come on and say hi to me over at Twitter at Nicholas Proughton. Um, just my name as it, as it appears. Keep it simple, right? And then if you want to see me play news anchor uh, for better or worse and hop on my own YouTube channel, you can check me out at loadpaymedia.com or sorry, loadpaymedia on YouTube and uh and I have the opportunity to speak with some really, really cool experts uh, in the financial space as well. So it'll be another tool in your arsenal to, to help that financial literacy come along. Awesome. And I'll include all of that in the show notes. Thank you so much for having me. This is Olga Kirschenbaum with Nine Minutes of Creative Wisdom Podcast, where creatives share their wisdom. Make sure you check out my blog at ragstorichesconsulting.com for money insights you haven't heard before.